Thank you so much. Been like a million dollars. Shout out TMZ, are you up? Let me check out that ring. TMZ stands for the Mayweather Zone. How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. I love my TMZ family. My sportsman. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy as always, Mojo Mutadi. Mojo, there have been major developments in the Kansas City Chiefs shooting at the parade obviously something that we have talked about so much since last wednesday when the fatal shooting happened well today mojo on tuesday the jackson county prosecutor a woman named jean peters baker announced that two men have been charged two adults have been charged with second degree murder in the killing the shooting death of lisa lopez galvin of course the mom the wife who was tragically and senselessly killed at the parade mojo. Now we know there had been two juveniles who had been locked up. That is still playing out. Obviously prosecutors have not yet revealed their identity or even what the charges are. But we do know now that two men, again, named Lindell Mays and Dominic Miller have been charged, not just the second degree murder charge, also mojo, a weapons charge as well. The prosecutor spoke with the media a little bit earlier today. Take a look. That argument very quickly escalated to Mays drawing his firearm, a handgun. Mays fired, or Mays pulled his handgun first. Almost immediately, almost immediately, others pulled their firearms. Defendant Miller uh, was one of those individuals. While both adults um, are charged with murder, the evidence tells us that it was Mr. Miller's firearm Mr. Miller's firearm struck Lisa Lopez Galvin. We seek to hold every shooter accountable for their actions on that day, every single one. So while we're not there yet on every single individual, we're gonna get there. Wow, Mojo, so uh, she paints a picture of uh, two groups of people who were arguing with each other. They were armed, pulled out the guns, and. In a crowd of hundreds of thousands of people, they allegedly started firing. And you heard the prosecutor right there say that they believe Miller is the one who actually fired the fatal shots. But yeah, I don't know what to say. It's, it's crazy. And obviously, <clears throat> this legal proceeding is going to go on for quite some time. This mm -hmm. just happened. And the legal system can take substantial amounts of time to actually pass judgment upon somebody. But bottom line is... I hope they act swiftly and I hope they act strongly. There is absolutely no place for this kind of crap. An argument turns into a gunfight, turns into innocent, unaffiliated people being shot and killed. Kids hurt Mojo, right? Yeah, children everywhere. I mean, obviously this was a parade. This was a celebration. This was supposed to be a family-friendly environment, something where you could take your kids, your parents, your grandparents too, where the whole family should be safe defining moment in a city's history a moment that everybody would never forget for the good not right. not for the bad these are not supposed to be things that have instances like this and that's why i hope no. the justice system comes down hard on this uh, i mean yeah. regardless of if this was a shooter whose initial intent was to shoot up the parade or right. 
or people escalating an argument into a gunfight, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. There's no place for this. Yeah, and Mojo, you know, and it's already happened, and obviously this is going to give birth like so many shootings do to conversations about gun legislation and, and all of that. I am not a politician. I don't, I don't know the answer, but gosh, I mean, how? You just wonder, and if, if it went down the way the prosecutor says it went down, how could anybody bring a weapon and actually open fire when there are kids around like that? I mean, it's maddening to think that this actually happened in what, like you said, Mojo, was supposed to be a such a joyous day. I mean, kids take off, right? Your, your mom or dad writes you a letter. You take off from school that day so you can go out and watch the parade. And, and for something like this to happen and now to find out over some stupid alleged argument, I mean, it, it makes you want to rip your hair out. Coming up next in TMZ Sports, an epic promo was cut last night on Monday Night Raw, but didn't come from The Rock or The Usos or anybody else. No, it was UFC superstar Michael Chandler grabbing the mic and calling out that candy-ass Conor McGregor. We're going to let you hear from Iron Mike next on TMZ Sports. All right, Mojo, we're going to try and lighten things up just a bit here. We're going to go to your world, uh, because last night there was a very special guest on WWE's Monday Night Raw. Of course, Monday Night Raw was going down at the Honda Center in Anaheim, right here in Southern California. And uh, Mojo was not a professional wrestler on the mic at Raw, but a UFC superstar. Yeah, because now uh, UFC WWE owned by the same parent company and because of that, I think you're probably going to get used to seeing UFC stars at wrestling events. That's exactly what happened last night. Iron Mike used the platform, Mojo, to call out. There he is right there, Mike and Triple H. He used the platform, Mojo, to call out rival Conor McGregor. Watch this. Joe, he's a wrestler, but not a professional wrestler. Michael was an amateur wrestler at Mizzou. Uh, you know how to be great on a mic. Give me your, give me the scouting report here. Well, first of all, we did have questions. We obviously knew what would happen when WWE stars would cross over yeah. into UFC. Yeah. Maybe they take a fight. Maybe they do something uh, entertainment driven. We had no idea how this was going to look. When UFC fighters yeah. came over to not wrestle, here it is, yeah. setting up uh, their own fights on a Monday <laughs> Night Raw. This is fun. This is cool. I mean, this uh, this definitely went viral last night. Yeah. If you're asking me to break down the promo, Mr. Chandler here actually made a similar mistake that I used to make all the time 
Uh, when I was first getting started, if you look right now, his back is primarily to the camera. Why? Because he's talking to everyone in the stadium, right. the tens of thousands of people there. <laughs> when you're when you're feeling that energy, when you're performing, that's who you go to. And it takes training to get away from that because, yes, there's 10, 20,000 people in the arena, right. but there is literally millions of people watching at home on television. Great so point, Mojo. To the crowd, there the people at home are looking at the back of your head, not seeing your face. Just wow. like we're doing right now. So a little bit of training and right. coaching. It seemed like almost at the that. end, Mojo, that it almost occurred to him because then he, at the very end, started looking into the camera. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody was whispering right. to him off camera to turn around <laughs> because... They'll do that with the new guys sometimes. Yeah. But the promo was passionate. He got the crowd hyped up. Yeah. And that's uh, mission number one, mission accomplished. Do you like this stuff, Mojo? Because like we said, look, uh, Endeavor was the company a few years back that obviously bought the UFC for $4 billion. Then UFC and WWE merged and they formed this TKO holding group, but which basically is just a parent company for both organizations. I would imagine you're going to see a lot more of this now. You're right. I, I too, Mojo, I pictured some of the wrestlers maybe doing some fights. I didn't think of the UFC fighters getting on the mic, but I, I liked it. I, I liked it, Mojo. Would you like to see more of this? I would like to see more, but this was fine, but not so much like this in the future. If you're going to come over and do WWE programming, work it into the show, work it into a mm. storyline somehow, maybe just... <laughs> stream it all together. You know, eventually wrestling fans won't like this. It would be no different than pro wrestlers going over to UFC during a pay-per-view and talking about their wrestling matches that they have coming up. It is two different crowds. So if we can find a way to marry the concepts together, that makes more sense because eventually, yeah, the crowds won't, won't like this too much, I think. Mojo, there was an absolutely crazy incident, I was going to say during a college basketball game, but after a college basketball game last night. So uh, Texas A&M Commerce was playing a school called Incarnate Word. Now, close game, but A&M ended up squeaking out a victory 76-72 in overtime. Now, this game was being played in San Antonio, Texas. Wait until you see, Mojo, what happened during the handshakes after the game. Watch this. UIW moves to 3-10. and ten And with, oh no, this is not good. This is really not good. We've got punches being thrown. This is really bad. Oh my goodness. Ooh, full team fight. Coaches in the middle of it. Wouldn't be surprised. Someone got a nick on the face there. We still have guys running after people. Oh my Someone goodness. in the crowd was hurt and hit. Oh, it looks like a young girl. Well, we got a manager that has blood on his face, and we still got guys that need to get to the locker room. Mojo, I mean, that's one of the worst brawls that you'll see on the court, and to hear the broadcast say that a young girl had gotten hurt. I mean, that it's just disgusting behavior. In my mind, you've got these guys who are obviously they're basketball players. They're big men fighting each other out there. Not a good situation at all. Yeah. You know, Babcock, actually, I was a 
about to say the opposite until I heard that the uh, young girl was hit. I mean, that yeah. makes this whole thing terrible. I mean, look, anytime you have a fight of any kind, that's horrible. Uh, but when I saw that many people involved, I was like, oh, geez, this is bad. But when I started looking a little closer, it only looked like a couple of people were actually throwing punches right. and the rest were actually doing the right thing of trying to peel each other off right. of one another Good to, point, to separate the couple squads. But then you hear Good about point. the one dude whose face is leaking, uh, whether yeah. it was the manager or whatever. And then, of course, if you have a girl get hit, that just makes the whole thing go up in flames right away. Yeah. As much as I want to bury the guys who were fighting, and I will, I will applaud those who got involved to, yep. to separate them. That, that was the right move, of course. When you do that, it makes everything look way worse. Right. But, yeah, this, this is not what you want out of a collegiate program, right? Especially, yeah. one— that is probably a Christian school. I mean, that yeah. is absolutely not how the founding fathers <laughs> of that university wanted their team to act on a court. No. There's no one even in the stands. Like, what are we doing here, right. guys? Like, well, what are we fighting over? Come on. I, I guess you like to see the passion, Mojo. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you're right. That shows you. Even if there's not 20,000 fans uh, in the stands, guys clearly still care about the basketball game. Uh, I, I'll say this, kidding aside, both schools, this is when you know it's bad, both schools actually got together and have released a joint statement together. Here's what they had to say, Mojo. The University of Incarnate Word and Texas A&M University Commerce apologize for the behavior exhibited by our respective men's basketball programs following the game on Monday night. The unsportsmanlike conduct that occurred after the game does not reflect the values of the universities involved as well as the Southland Conference and their member institutions. Yeah, Mojo, this is one of those... Uh, things that makes the school look bad, the students look bad, the conference look bad, the whole college athletics uh, world look bad. So, uh, you know, what can you say? It's an ugly incident. It's not the first fight we've seen, but yeah, that was that was one of the worst ones. Those two schools don't get a lot of headlines. That's not exactly no, what not we're the ones for. they wanted either. Chicken, chicken, what lane you picking? <laughs> Bro. What's up, man? What's up, man? Good work, man. Congrats. I'm butchering that, this today, man. I gotta, I gotta do better. Got you. Two box combos and two lemonades. Have a wonderful day. Dude, you're the best, man. No, thank Great you, man. Work, man. Keep up. Thank you, man. Say you going back to back. Ah, uh, back to back. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you, dog. Oh. One love. Mojo, of course, that was two time. NBA slam dunk champion Mac McClung picking up a side gig. That's the theme of this week's show. We had Zuckerberg the other day. Now we've got Mac actually working a drive-thru in your neck of the woods, Mojo, at a Raising Cane's restaurant in Orlando, Florida. No one's paying me to say this. Raising Cane's best chicken strips out there, period. I can feel that bag. When he handed the bag to the customer, I can feel it because I was just there on Sunday, Mojo. So uh, very, very cool that Mac was out there hanging out with the fans. Obviously, the, uh, the fans were thrilled to have an interaction with Mac. Mojo, we actually had an opportunity while he was working at the restaurant to speak to Mr. McClung today. I think a lot of people want to know the answer to the question, You've done it two years in a row. Just the fifth guy to go back to back. Are we going back to back to back? That's the question we asked Mac. Take a look. I don't know. I haven't committed to it yet. So I'll, I'll take a couple weeks, try to finish this year, and then maybe in the summer start thinking of if I'm going to do it again or not. 
Is there someone that you would want to go against? I'm sure you get asked that all the time, whether past or present. Is there a former NBA player or a current NBA player that you want to see go up against you in, in the competition? You know, present, I think it's just important for the person to want to do it. Like, I think, you know, that's the biggest thing. I don't want anybody to do it because they don't, just for, a, you know, whatever. But I think it's best when the person just truly wants to do it and whoever wants to do it, I think, should. A lot of people always look at LeBron. Would it be fun to go up against LeBron in the dunk contest? Yeah, he's the man. I, I don't know if I'd, I'd want to go against him. He'd, he'd probably beat me for sure. Near 40-year-old LeBron still's got hops, but... What, 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 what was the line? Chicken, chicken, what lane are you picking? How did this thing start again? <laughs> I Bro, think... I've never been to Raising Canes, man. I, I, I'm going to have to check this out if it's as good as... Uh... As you're saying it is, I'd say I'm a fast little... food aficionado mojo, and it gets my complete stamp of approval. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> Dude, that hat looks good on him. I'll give him that. This is great. Back-to-back -back slam dunk contest winner. Just flinging out chicken tenders now. People hyped up to see him in line. That was pretty cool. Hey, if if he did a three-peat, that would be absolutely insane. Yeah. I think the NBA, I think they should dig deep next year. I think when you have an opportunity at history like this, you, you got to see what you can come up with. But finding competition yeah. for Mac would be awesome because here's, a, here's an underrated element of the dunk contest. It's not so much the physical ability. It's really the creativity. Yeah. You know, every year it becomes harder to one-up what was done before at this point everyone's done just about everything. So what can you possibly come up with next? So I'm not so sure you take a LeBron or whoever it is, one of these top-notch athletes. I'm not so sure someone like that will easily dethrone yeah. Mac McClung. I mean, obviously he's got it figured out going back to back, but uh, hey man, I'm just glad there's a little bit more hype around this thing because the slam dunk contest been getting a little more whack year by year. No, you know? it has, Mojo. And I, I will say this. I think people still look forward to the slam dunk contest, the three-point contest. I like the Sabrina Ionescu and the Steph Curry contest. I, I like that stuff. The, the, the NBA has got to fix the actual game. I do say this, though. Back in the day, 80s, 90s, you had the best players who were in the slam dunk contest every year. Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan taking each other on, and they were the guys. I think it would be absolutely awesome for a LeBron James, despite being about 40 years old, for him to go against someone like Mac. I think that's the juice that the contest and NBA's All-Star Weekend, I think that's what it needs. Again, I agree. I think it's the best part of the weekend, but still, it could be better, and I'd love to see Mac McClung versus LeBron James. I think that would be epic. All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time, but uh, I wanted to talk about this before we go. Uh, the actual coin from the Super Bowl 58 overtime coin toss. Of course, you've got Patrick Mahomes, Fred Warner. We know what happened. The 49ers take the ball. They kick a field goal. The Chiefs go down, score a touchdown. Super Bowl 58 over Patrick Mahomes' third Super Bowl. Well, that coin, Mojo, is up for sale on the NFL's auction website. It is... Uh, Got 19 bids so far, uh, with the top bid being $10,000. Now, this thing doesn't close uh, for uh, a couple of weeks, not until March 4th. So you can bet this is probably going to be way more expensive, Mojo. I wouldn't be surprised if it went for six figures. Hey, does it matter that this coin was actually instrumental in the Super Bowl being the It can't hurt, right? It's got, it, it helps, right? It's a part of the storyline. That's got to be multiples of added value here. I mean, the Niners, 
That coin is going to haunt them forever. And they won the toss. This is so backwards. What a debacle. It may have cost them the game. Yeah, it clearly won't be a Niners fan buying that thing. Maybe a Chiefs fan because they know how valuable that was for him. Yeah, I, I, Patrick Mahomes himself. I, I agree. He's got the money. I think it's cool, too. It's not like they use just like a regular old quarter. Like it's it's got, you know, the Super Bowl 58 logo. It's got the team name. So that is very cool. We'll follow it. We'll let you know what it ultimately ends up selling for. Mojo, we are now officially fully out of time. We got a big show tomorrow. Uh, lots of big stories. Lots of stuff happening in the sports world. It's going to be a great show. Matter of fact, Babcock, it'll be what? the best show since today. <laughs>